So I guess just uh, your takeaways from the uh, the speech. Well, I w- rather than I would I would title it different. Rather than restoring faith, I would say continuing the faith, because you know I, I, what I see a lot of positive in in Governor Luliangro's Lul- uh, speech is that she's building from the successes of, of uh, our administration. Uh, and, you know, we could go on looking at, in many different ways. As I reviewed the speech, and I didn't have an opportunity to, uh, to watch it, uh, but I did read the, the text of the speech. Uh, when it comes to unemployment levels, she didn't give exact numbers, but it's nice to know that unemployment levels are going down. Started in my administration at 13%, and I left, when I left, it was about 4 4.25%. So, you know, she's continuing the trend of, uh, of uh, job growth in the island. I, I think in my term, we had an additional 1,500 uh, jobs created in the private sector uh, uh, in my term of office, even though there was a reduction of personnel uh, at government of Guam. So when I came in in 2011 and when I left in 2019, uh, in the agencies under my purview as governor, there was about a 500 uh, personnel reduction in the government worker workforce. But that was a net uh, positive on total workers uh, because more workers were, in, uh, 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 were there at jobs in the private sector. I'm glad to hear that the apprenticeship program is successful. I am the father of the Guam apprenticeship program as a senator. But, you know, there were some major concerns that we saw, particularly with the H-2B crisis that hit and how it's an impact on the Manpower Development Fund. Because for apprentices, uh, they're, uh, they're, you know, the, in order to educate them, it's paid by the Manpower Development Fund. And we, when we had a drop-off on workers, uh, I mean, on, on H-2 workers, it meant to a severe shortfall in the Manpower Development Fund. And good old Sam Abini at Department of Labor she uh, 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 requested and, and asked for f- federal assistance uh, in funding. And uh, that funding that Sam got, I'm glad to see that Governor Leon Guerrero is, uh, has those apprentices that are graduating based on the funds that uh, Sam are being found in our administration. Um, there's other areas there, and I'm, I'm glad to see uh, when they're talking about opening of, uh, of new stations, um, I'm glad to see that uh, with the Afamis uh, station opening up there for the Guam Police Department, uh, uh, that uh, she's getting credit for that, and she should. But again, uh, most of the, the, when it comes to the funding and the construction started uh, in uh, my administration. I'm glad to see that, uh, uh, that uh, both in customs and in the police department, uh, that there's the additional officers. You know, again, when it comes to the funding and the recruitment and the training, it happened on the Calvo Tenorio administration. So you see, I, I could go on and on on these areas. Governor, but what about um, the behavioral uh, wellness and health? Uh, uh, she mentioned in the speech that her administration uh, got them out of receivership. Well, uh, again, if you can recall, and I think you folks in the news media know. Remember, uh, was it November, December? My uh, in my the last couple of months of my administration, where the court. Uh, both uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office, the plaintiffs and the defendant and the judge all agreed, hey, it works. This is it. So for all intents and purposes, the receivership ended uh, uh, in our administration. Of course, the final order was uh, 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 made during the uh, 
Leon Guerrero imitation. So uh, Leon Guerrero uh, administration. So yeah, we took it the 99 yards and I'm glad, you know, you need that one yard to, to throw it over the goal line and you need a strong fullback to do that. So I'm glad to see that uh, progress was made. Uh, but again, when it comes to that, when it comes to, to the landfill, uh, I have no reason why, I have no understanding why Tadinko Gatewood waited so long uh, for ending the receivership. But, uh, you know, we have been pushing for the ending of the receivership for the landfill as well. So I, I do believe much, much, if not all, the progress occurred in the Calvo Tenorio administration. Now, is that kind of the nature of the beast, though, where you have uh, politicians taking credit for uh, work that other people initiated? Or? Of course. Hey. Gosh, you know, um, and but you know, it is. There should be a continuous flow uh, of you. You don't want to see a hiccup. You don't want to see a slowdown of progress that's being made. Hey, you know what? The the Camacho administration started that beautiful JFK school. It was completed in my term, but uh, it was started in the Camacho administration. Beautiful schools. Who could do? For our administration, you know, you know problem was we had some, you know. Uh, um, Resistance, if not a lot of partisanship between me and the legislature in the uh, eight years that I served. But remember when the sewage was backing up at Antalan Middle School and the Democratic majority was saying there's no need to fix the school? Well, we fixed Antalan Middle School. Remember all the resistance to Tijin High School by the Democratic majority? Well, we went through and completed a Tijin High School. Uh, we had the expansion of Ukudu High uh, uh, as well. Uh, so we could fit uh, hundreds more students. The Simon Sanchez, I'm glad to see that uh, with the governor, she's moving forward. We, we tried so hard on Simon Sanchez. Unfortunately, uh, with the protest by Cortec as a result of the Aganya Bridge issue, uh, you know, they put a stop to the progress that we could have had with Simon Sanchez. So I'm, I'm glad to see that they're moving forward on, on Simon Sanchez. What about the Department of uh, Corrections, Governor? What are your uh, thoughts on that? Because well, the receivership hope. ended in our term. Right. And uh, uh, I'm glad to see that. Um, I'm hoping that there will be progress. Some of the concerns I had, you know, we did have programs already. I don't know if you recall that we graduated uh, a whole bunch of uh, uh, male prisoners after, you know, again, uh, taking uh, education classes and apprenticeship programs. A whole bunch of them I saw off uh, in 2018 as they were looking for new jobs. In fact, they were guaranteed new jobs uh, in the construction industry. My wife was a partner for a, a whole bunch of women incarcerates, and they also went through the training, particularly with uh, 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 that association of women contractors, and they had a whole bunch of graduates uh, from the Department of Corrections in, in terms of females going into to, uh, uh, a steady job in the uh, in the private sector after leaving uh, DOC, we had a lot of progress there. Right. And my, so, my concerns so, of DOC, of course, right. is you know, and it's tied into Mandunya Drug Task Force. And again, I want to thank the governor for continuing on success. There was a hiccup with when we had Mandunya Drug Task Force. Uh, it wasn't only taking out uh, uh, drug uh, uh, dealers and users uh, and criminals in the streets. But we took a lot of dirt out of what was the corruption in government of Guam. Uh, take a look at the Blue House case. Take a look at DOC. We, we uh, 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 arrested under Bandanya, unfortunately, some crooked 
correctional officers, some of them at high levels. Um, and we were busting left and right uh, all the drugs that were coming into the prison. And remember, it was either through uh, 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 drones or being thrown over a fence or unfortunately people were hiding things in certain cavities in their body parts to bring drugs in, but we were catching them. Since the drug task force, uh, Madonna was eliminated, we haven't seen any types of arrests uh, or any captures of any drugs going into the prison. Now my concern is, hey, um, I don't believe that uh, um, you know there are, there's a hundred percent innocence in terms of folks in the prisons now not taking drugs. So if you're not having any uh, um, uh, interdiction, does that mean that everybody now is not taking drugs into prison? No, I think not. I think we got to look at again establishing uh, this task force, and I'm glad that the governor is establishing a new. Uh, uh, public safety task force. I guess it'll be Mandania Drug uh, Drug Task Task Force Part Two, or maybe another new name. Governor, but she's continuing can, on the success right. that we uh, that we uh, initiated in our administration. What about uh, Mandania? Oh, I got to tell you about affordable housing, and that's where I'm, I'm glad to see when it comes to the the uh, uh, building of new units for about 150 new families. About the first time uh, homeowners tax credits. We had hundreds of the first time homeowners tax credits. In our administration, we built about 2,700 affordable uh, uh, housing units for, 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 for families. Uh, we're hopeful that she can continue on the progress made by our administration. Uh, Gov, uh, just going back to DOC, you know, we're looking at these uh, federal lawsuits, uh, mm -hmm. uh, inmates alleging inhumane conditions. Mm -hmm. Are you concerned that after uh, pulling it out of the receivership that it might appear we could be headed right back that way again? Of course, you're, we're all concerned. You know, there, there's been a progress. There's been a lot of uh, uh, movement uh, in, in my eight years and now with the first year of the, the Leon Guerrero administration as they continue our progress for pulling out of receiverships. Uh, we don't want to see this course uh, um, uh, reverse. And obviously, um, with the public defender, U.S. Public Defender's Office, uh, at uh, in the district court, I'm concerned. You know, when you had uh, Frankie Shizaki after two months uh, throwing up his hands and walking away and saying it's uh, inhumane, well, I think Frank's got to take some of that credit. And unfortunately, with the governor, um, you know, she made some statements that I think that the U.S. public defender caught, and that's why, again, starting with uh, with all the clients in in, the, in terms of uh, uh, federal cases. You're seeing this uh, um, uh, problem occurring in terms of uh, uh, petitioning the court. Uh, I could easily see this happening now when it comes to all those that are incarcerated under local law through the Superior Court of Guam. And you know that's why I think it's very important that uh, um, if they're to continue in this progress that was occurred during the Calvo administration, uh, that you know the governor finds great leadership there, and unfortunately Frank Ishizaki uh, was very you know he was a very opinionated fellow. But when it came back to when it came to doing the job, I guess he looked at the situation. Maybe he wasn't getting the support he needed, but after 60 days he shook his ha uh, hands of the the situation and uh, left, and of course made certain comments about the inhumane uh, conditions. I can tell you one thing. Under our administration, with folks such as uh, Joseph Augustine, Tony Lamarena, Kate Baldassar, 
uh, it was humane. And uh, obviously the federal uh, receiver and the courts agreed on it. So it's unfortunate that Frank uh, was, uh, you know, at the helm of the ship when it seems to be turning the wrong direction. Um, so I know that you're saying the theme of the speech to you was continuing um, mm-hmm. the faith and the progress that started your administration. But I got to ask you, is there anything that, that you see that the Leon Guerrero-Tenori administration has done that you want to give them credit for or that maybe caught your eye? Well, they're, I think, you know, they're, they're, they're making progress with the legislature uh, on some of the areas, particularly on the hospital. My goodness, uh, the same Democratic majority uh, that attacked our administration when we, when we laid out the problems of, of not only the, uh, uh, the impacts of compact, the impact uh, usage of, of, uh, of, of uh, I mean, citizens using our Guam Memorial Hospital, of the tremendous inequities in terms of reimbursements uh, paid by for Medicare or Medicaid to the hospital, showing about a 35 to $40 million shortfall on an annual basis, um, we, you know, we were, there was no, no assistance given by uh, the Democratic-controlled legislature. So I see now that there were crickets when it came to the Democratic majority, uh, when it came to the uh, 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 affirmations made by Governor Leon Guerrero on the same issues that we brought up to the Democratic majority. So I can give her credit that, hey, she's bringing up the issues on the hospital and the shortfalls in our public health system. And you don't see the severe criticisms uh, on challenging the competency uh, or the, the goodwill and the desire of, of the administration uh, to, to uh, uh, fix the problems uh, of our Guam Memorial Hospital and to take it to a new level. So I guess she's had some success. The only thing is I'm glad, by the way, I'm glad you, uh, uh, Chris, from the very beginning, I've always been a concern, and this is what I see with the Democratic-controlled legislature. Uh, there's such a thing as called a harmony of interest for the best interests of the people of Guam. And in the Cowboy administration, you had this tension, as I'm sure you realize, where the because of partisanship, uh, the Democratic majority uh, uh, hit us at almost every turn in issues that I felt were so important for the people of Guam. Uh, solidifying and stabilizing our Guam Memorial Hospital uh, in its shortfalls uh, and other areas. So at least now we see that there appears to be a harmony of interest. Uh, What I'm concerned of now is uh, on how they move forward in this. We want to make sure that this harmony of interest is not to the best interest uh, of just the democratic leadership that is in control of this island, but it's in the best interest of the people of Guam. And I can safely say, as governor of Guam at that time, I do believe uh, some of the current leaders of the democratic majority who fought me on tax refunds, on fought me in, on, on the hospital issue, on fought me even in, in deportations uh, of, of criminals uh, that were raping and pillaging our island, uh, uh, that they will, you know, uh, focus more on what is the best interest of the people of Guam and not just the Democratic Party that's in leadership of the island. Right, and so you're basically saying that... We need more people like Chris Barnett uh, <laughs> to check and balance if the Democratic majority out there is not going to do it. And that's kind of what you're alluding to, is that there, there 
is it really a checks and balances now when you have that democratic supermajority? Yeah, exactly. And it could work. I believe, I wish we had less partisanship in my term. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to go from one direction, which is uh, uh, bitter partisanship that causes gridlock, to the other side where everybody is uh, agreeing to things behind the Democratic Party office and saying how things are going to move forward. Uh, and then in the end, um, it doesn't work that way. It, do, it doesn't work to the best interest of the people of Guam. And I'll give you an example. This, the Democrats were lock stock uh, and barrel in going for a single carrier at the cheapest uh, for the GovGuam health uh, workers and retirees. You are seeing now the impacts of a policy set up by the Democratic majority. Uh, by the way, B.J. Cruz's public auditor was, uh, was a part of this, but with a majority on a plan that so far has netted not too much of a positive uh, when it comes to those that are utilizing this single care uh, by an outside insurer uh, on all Gulf Guam workers and retirees and their families. Uh, and uh, we'll see how this course goes. And now we're hearing about this new democratic plan uh, for uh, self-insurance for the whole island of Guam. And it sounds great, but so does what Bernie Sanders is saying and so is what President Obama said. Uh, and it hasn't been so great. Uh, maybe we should focus more on the core issues that are affecting our hospital, that are affecting our MIP, uh, Medicaid, uh, uh, government insurance program for the economically indigent, and for also all those uh, folks that are uh, participating in one form of health insurance program or another, both in the public and the private sector. Gov, I want to go back. Uh, you talked about deportations. Mm -hmm. and you, you got a lot of flack about that from, oh my goodness, from was... Democrats. But last night in the State of the Island address, the governor said that she will start deporting uh, well, criminals back to the FBC. I don't know why they stopped. And by the way, I have nothing against our immigrants. Guam, like the United States, is built in immigrants. I just got an interview by National Geographic's about a month ago and what made Guam so beautiful, we have a Chamorro culture, but I'm Chamorro, but I got about six or seven nationalities mixed in my blood, aside from Chamorro, which is how most Chamorros are. So the beauty of Guam is immigrants uh, and what it adds to our island. But at the same time, if you are a non-citizen and before my term in office, where you go four or five times to the prison after a rape, after an aggravated assault, uh, after some other heinous crimes, and then the feds look the other way, and then you're released to commit the crime again and again and again, uh, it stopped in our administration. And for the first five uh, folks, I didn't need the cooperation of the feds. I just said, hey folks, I'm giving you a one-way ticket, and don't try to come back. And if the Border Patrol lets you through at the airport, uh, on your flight back in United from wherever you came from, I've given your pictures to custom uh, to Guam Customs, and they ain't gonna let you through, and we're gonna send you back and pay for by the by the airline. Uh, after the fifth one, 
the federal government started working with us. And we worked with this uh, detainer uh, system. We looked at the whole uh, listing of, of those uh, criminals that were non-citizens. And uh, we worked with the federal government. And uh, I granted about 70, I think 70 plus commutations. Once I granted the commutation for every single hour and day that they were continued to be at the DOC, uh, the federal government was paying us $109 a day. So boy, you wouldn't believe how fast the federal government got rid of them <laughs> uh, when they started paying uh, for their incarceration. So we had uh, a lessening of the pressures in the prison, prison by uh, this cooperative effort uh, of the government of Guam and the federal government. But for whatever reasons, they stopped it. So hopefully, you know, we can continue on on the progress made by the Cabo administration. Right, and so in closing, Gov, I just got to ask you, people watching this, uh, they're going to say, oh, Governor Cabo's hating, you know, uh, Lieutenant Governor Ray Tenorio had a shot. People didn't want him. Uh, what do you say to those? Oh, no, parents? I wish the best for Governor Leon Guerrero. I want to see, because if she succeeds, uh, we all succeed, both in the private sector, which I'm at now, and the, and the public sector. But, you know, you also, you, you, you know, you got to be clear about certain things. I'm not here, and I'm, run, I'm not running for anything anymore. But if you're going to say restore faith, you know, I, I beg to disagree. I think there was a lot of faith that was restored in our community as a result of the hard work and effort of the Calvo Tenorio administration. Uh, sure, uh, there was a lot of problems and issues uh, that, uh, that continued on after our term. But I can also safely say that uh, when we came in, we fought the good fight. We fought the good fight for the people of Guam from the first day in office till the last day in office. And I, I wish her the best, but I'm also going to be straight up and, 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 uh, and called for what I see. And I'm glad you're, you have this blog because if you're going to get credit for something, then, you know, uh, I'm here to say, wait a minute, uh, you should get some credit. But give some credit, uh, it's due to the previous administration. And uh, um, then work your game plan. And so far from what I see, there's a lot of stuff that she's doing that's a continuation uh, from the game plan of the Calvin Tenorio administration. So God bless her. Well, there you go. Thank you, Governor. All right, you take care.